This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meet my mess. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash meet my mess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Um, we were hanging out with a friend in New York. Uh <laughs> And we were at this brunch and we get super freaking drunk. And another one of my friends come in and we're both trying to get her to have a threesome inside of the restaurant because we we're both shit face drunk. And yeah, that was a mess. That was the messiest moment of our relationship. Whoa. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? I seriously look like a 12-year-old bisexual boy today. I'm sick as a dog, but we're back here with another year, another episode of Meet My Mess. Thank you, first of all, for bearing with me in my first year of the show, finding my value in between all of my fuck-ups somehow, but... I am really excited for the year ahead because honestly, this show is getting a total makeover. If I'm being transparent, the show that I was releasing for the past year just wasn't filling the creative hole in me I thought it would. I thought when I started this show that it would be a great way for me to release my creativity, but I realized quickly that it's more time spent creating a business, which I also love, than it is actually being creative. So I'm hoping that this new layout will allow me to be more creative. 
And I was just feeling like after a year of doing this show that interview style podcasts are literally everywhere. I didn't feel like as a 22 year old girl, I was providing much value to the world by interviewing. But I think that I could provide some more value by sharing people's stories in more of an artistic and storytelling way. So, (coughs) sorry, again, I'm sick. Without further ado, I just want to get into today's episode because I'm really excited to see for you guys to see what has been going on in my brain. But also, please understand it's going to take some adjusting, it's going to take some learning, it's going to take some growing. So, bear with me. (laughs) But today, we have our first married couple to come on this era of the show, to come on the show ever, actually. We have a comedian by the name of Kristen Savellis Tanner. I hope I didn't fuck her last name up. And her husband, J-Rod. They are none other than the hosts of the And Then We Had Sex podcast. We're going to be talking about what it's like to work with your significant other today. This is a topic I haven't talked about on the show, but I was really lucky to have Kristen and J-Rod here to help me talk to you about what it's like. And of course, on the way, I'll be sharing all my personal experiences about what it's like to work with a significant other. So let's make a mess. Um, Well, I'm a comedian and um, he's working on a show and he needed me because it needed to be funny. See, this is why I hate letting her do this. I was doing (laughs) a show and someone, a mutual friend of ours actually said, hey, this girl needs work. Could you get her some work? No, nobody said that. And I said, well, I have this show I'm doing. Sure, I can get this chick some work. So they needed me. And um, <laughs> he was running the show. It was like sketch comedy kind of show. And uh, I came in to work with him. And then he, uh, I think, he on my relationship. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a sketch comedy show at the time I was... Uh, filming trying to get it on television um it never went anywhere but uh you know it was still great fun <laughs> that time when we first met uh I, w- I had a crush on her i was i was definitely crushing on her um and i tried to shoot my shot but she told me she had a man so being the gentleman i am i stepped back no. i i kind of <laughs> stepped back Okay, I stepped back because she wanted to step back. So I said, all right, fine. Um, And then we met about a year and a half later after I was releasing my book. Um, And from that day on, we were inseparable. And he was a hoe, so he couldn't take someone telling him no. Exactly. He was a hoe, and it was like, oh, you said no? Well, that doesn't happen to me ever. I I always get my woman. Yeah, you're trying to hear it. There was an incident where I came over his house and uh, we drank for a while and like we got super drunk and he would can we say fuck? And I didn't let him, but it was I kind of wanted to, but I was like, yeah. no, I can't do it. But he really wanted it to happen. Yeah, and it never happened. 
It didn't happen. Crazy. It didn't happen. And I was mm-hmm. I was confused because she was giving me all the vibes. And she said no. And this is why I tell guys, listen, you always must wait for consent. Because even when it seems like the, the vagina is ready for you, it might not be. So uh <laughs> <laughs> But do you think that if she had slept with you that night, things would have turned out the way they did? Like, do you think you would have trusted her the same and all that? You don't know. Um, I, I still might have trusted her, but the relationship wouldn't have worked out the way we, we were in two different places at the time. Yeah. Um, I was traveling all the time. She was doing whatever. Whoa. Um, no, I don't, I don't. I don't know what she was doing. I, was I don't know what she was doing. Working for me. She was, she was working <laughs> and being. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we were just in different places. So that wouldn't work. Yeah. When we got back, when we got back together about a year and a half after that. Um, I was a little bit more stable in, uh, I guess, my situation where I was going to be at, uh, and she wasn't in a relationship, so it just kind of worked out better that way. But if I would have fucked that night, she would have came back for more. No! She would have <laughs> came back for more. I, I would say that. Only reason I come back for more now is because I, you know, legally have to. <laughs> <laughs> actually so crazy to me that so many workplaces so many workplaces start in marriages that too but so many marriages start in the workplace I mean there are just like so many things that could go wrong when it comes to starting relationships in the workplace there could be a sexual harassment case filed against you there's pure and simple awkwardness in the case that you were either rejected or broken up with, both of those situations would be terrible. To me, there is more negatives that could come from starting a workplace relationship than positives, which is honestly why I've never had the balls to try and start one, unlike J-Rod, who has the biggest kahunas around, ready to ruin a relationship and at the workplace. Jesus Christ. But I think that the only way that this could work, even though this is not at all what Kristen and J-Rod had, is that the interest has to be so mutually blaring. That's the only way I could see you like hopping into this and it not be an issue. I have never, ever dated someone I worked with. I've had interest, a lot of interest, actually, but I've just never taken that next step again because I just don't want to face the awkwardness. If you've been listening to the show before this year, you'll know. Rejection is, like, my biggest fear. I hate to put myself out there. And in 2022, nothing's fucking changed. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I've hooked up with someone I worked with, but it was years after we worked together. The only advice I could give for how to start a relationship with someone you work with is like, this is what I'm going to call the hint progression theorem. Okay, take notes. Hint progression theorem. (coughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm so goddamn sick. Please also tell me tips for improving your immune system because I've I've been so sick all winter. Um, but yes, sickness will not stop us from 
sharing the knowledge that is the hint progression theorem. So how this works is you want to start with small, small hints. Like mid-convo where you guys are like laughing about something like throw a wink in and they'll be like wait did, did she just wink at me or was she just like blinking laughing like I can tell her face was like moving but you're just like ha, 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 ha. go on about your day that's like step one and then you work your way up slowly you got to drop little hints little flirts here there just like the paper clips you drop just like the pens you drop oh that's a good tip too just like the quick little pen that's something that you can add to the to the progression theorem one of the hints you can put on the list but just slowly slowly progress your way up tell him you like his shirt and then after a few weeks eventually you'll be fucking in the handicap bathroom and yeah, just keep on, keep the hints going up, upgrade, 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 upgrade hints until they either file a case against you or you are in a relationship. We are swinger adjacent. So basically, <laughs> um, you know, we might involve a third in the bedroom, um, maybe even a couple in the bedroom, but it's always with us. Well, not only discuss, but we're actually present in the situation. We don't go out and have different relationships. Yeah, he can't be like, all right, well, I'm going to leave this weekend and go do something and be back. Like, right. Right. No. Yeah. Except, going except to- if J-Lo comes by some chance and she says, hey, J-Rod, I need you. At which J-Lo case. really thinks that J-Lo will want him. J-Lo, J-Lo listens to the podcast. I mean, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've had a couple of them. They've been like all the all the leading uh, black British actors that have been all the <laughs> It's like all them, like yes, yeah, dudes with snowballs, all them, yeah. Okay, let's talk about hall passes. Oh my god, I need to stop <coughs> doing that. No singing, bad girl. I fucking love that Kristen just picked any British British celebrity out there that she is like my kindred fucking spirit. She goes, who would your hall pass be? She goes, any black British actor, actor any of them. Doesn't matter who, any of them. I'm going to one-up her on that and go with a French. <coughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. And go with a French actor. This would be like my number two. This is my runner-up hall pass. French actor, Reggae Jean Page. He could have taken it in literally any fucking hole. Mouth, ass, puss, ear, my pores. I don't care. Reggae Jean Page can fucking get it. Um, but the number one, the one that if I really had to pick anyone in the whole world, as they hall pass no surprise it would have to be Justin Bieber it have to be JB you know like I was 16 right in Justin Bieber's prime I would do anything to be the one less lonely girl I I can't even explain 
my love for Justin Bieber. It's now, I almost love him now like I love an ex. Like, or like he's like the one that got away. He's the only celebrity out there that's ever really gotten me like so fucking excited when I think about him. Like it's actually got my heart and my, like I get emotional when I think about Justin Bieber. I saw the Justin Bieber movie in theaters five times never say never movie by the way um five times in his purple outfit and Jaden Smith's in the movie it was just every every part of the movie was so good I I've spent so much money on Justin Bieber fun fact I was in the top one percent of his listeners on Spotify this year but the reason I say that he's like an ex almost is because I have had this this deep deep love for Justin since <coughs> one time was released and now he's moved on he's with Haley and I've learned to accept it but it doesn't mean that the hurt isn't still there somewhere and that there won't always be feelings for Justin. So that would be my hall pass. If for some reason Haley dies, we're in the same Ontario hospital as I'm dying. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to find some sort of scenario that I could fuck Justin Bieber. Maybe once he's dead. because we like each other but that's yeah. there's a, a lot of people that are married that are not friends like i mm-hmm. which is weird to me but we are actually like really good friends but also it's covid we can't really talk to a whole bunch of other people outside of this so <laughs> we gotta make it work um yeah. <laughs> but um we gotta have the same like goals when it comes to just creative things so it's working together is easier than just going off and doing our own thing so I guess I don't know we have the same idea of what we want to do with the show or just interests and stuff I guess yeah we uh the show is fun for us because it's just us being us you know and everything else that we do is really just us being us is what we would do even if we weren't together so it just makes it that much better that we are together you know that yeah. we get to share everything with each other so yeah yeah he's tried you tried he's trying to do other people other people and i tried to go solo like yeah like they wouldn't they wouldn't understand you the way i understand you like he's you know he's had partners and stuff in the past because he did radio but it's like he didn't fuck him, so he didn't know him intimately. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a little different. That's a little different. <laughs> um, you know, she was uh she was pregnant with our um our two boys. Um, and like she said, she's a stand-up comedian. But mm-hmm. because she was pregnant with twins, she could expand up. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, stand-up is actually in the job description. So uh, we had to find another way for her to be able to get out her comedy while she was uh, on bed rest. And a podcast just seemed like the perfect thing to do. Um, and at first, it was supposed to be just us interviewing comedians and having conversations with them. About, Which we did in the beginning. 
yeah, we, mm-hmm. we really tried to do that, but what we found was people really loved our interaction together. So it just kind of went on from there. Cool. Yeah, the first um, episode that we had was literally just us talking about how we got to know each other. And then yeah. after that, we did interviews. Like we interviewed Damon Williams Jr., um, Ryan Davis, uh, like uh, B. Simone. Like we interviewed some comics, but it just ended up being like, okay, well, this is cool, but like right. we talk most of the time anyway. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, well, interviews, they feel yeah. stupid right now, but. <laughs> we're bringing those back we're bringing interviews back yeah both definitely (laughs) beginning a lot of arguments a lot of arguments but we recorded them and we kept them up there yeah yeah Yeah, you want to see that almost break up just listen to the first (laughs) few episodes not even few the first one through 70 or 80 maybe (laughs) one to 90 Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's only recently that we started being nice to each other. Yeah, it's and weird. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird. What changed? Uh, this is different. Uh, I was on. I was. She was a drug addict. No, um, I, was not. I was. Gotcha. I was high a lot. I was high a lot. I was drunk a lot. Um, I was taking Adderall for ADHD, so I was like, "You can take it." So I was like, just full emotion, and then cut back on a lot of shit and realize that most of the stuff I said was dumb. So when I listen back to episodes, as a matter of fact, we had um, we just did a best of for the end of the year. Yeah. And the first clip in the best of one, I'm listening to myself and I'm like, I'm slurring every fucking word. But I think another big part of it was that we, uh, the podcast is maybe a year younger than our actual marriage so oh wow you get to see us grow as a marriage as a unit uh throughout the podcast so in the beginning of course the marriage is you're trying to work out all those kinks now we're in the human stage of everything is good but i'm sure it's gonna go right back down (laughs) (laughs) oh i mean it was just a couple of arguments there were a couple of times where i just walked out of recording yeah yeah, and we kept it too because uh, he doesn't like to edit when I'm acting like an asshole. Um, <laughs> no. Or, oh, no, some of them did. Some of them didn't. Well, when he puts on like clips for everyone that doesn't like people that don't listen, usually it's me being terrible. And I'm like, you are way worse on episodes <laughs> than I am. So, Not okay. true. This is funny because I was actually going to say. I feel like in the clips, because I like spent like a good 20 minutes today, like stalking your guys' podcast page, just like seeing what you guys are about um, and getting like a better idea of everything. And I was going to say that I feel like I would feed your balls, J-Rod, to my golden doodle if you were my husband. Some of the yeah. shit you say on the show. Oh my God. <laughs> so much. But I always, they always come after me like I did something. I'm like, I don't know. You know what it is? A woman can say 10 bad things about a guy <laughs> and a guy only has one time to say something bad. It's like, oh, he's terrible. So, <laughs> you know. It, oh, the men, the men hate him. The men they don't understand why we're still married. What's her yet? If she was my wife, I would. I'm like, oh my god. Wait, <laughs> wait. What? What do they? What do you do that pisses them off so bad? Uh, speak up. I don't. Know. Yeah. 
Now that you've heard about J-Rod and Kristen's beautiful story of working together, I want to tell you about my personal version of hell, which is working with my ex-boyfriend. Don't text me while I'm recording. (coughs) I used to work for my ex-boyfriend. He owned a painting company, like he painted houses and all that. He hired me hired me to be one of his employees that would go and um, paint the houses and you know do all the caulking and paint the houses and all that the only thing that could have made this job better is if we were painting an antique shop a nursery or an ikea this was literal hell for me he would yell at me on job sites for messing up And I would just mess up all the time because I literally did not give one fuck. Didn't want to be there. Didn't ask to be there. He just guilt tripped me. And then he'd always tell me he would pay me for the time that I worked. And then he never would. And I was unemployed at the time. So that I would literally like spend the rest of the day screaming at him after work. Because I didn't have the time to look for my own work. That Because he wasn't paying me for the work I was doing for him. He wouldn't let me have my lunch breaks. And it was just like an easy way for him to like manipulate me, talk down to me and be degrading because he was my boss. And it was often taken back home. I really wish that I had gotten contracts because I could legit sue the babushka out of this man. Johnny, Jimmy Neutron, by the way, it was the guy. If you guys haven't listened to uh, past episodes, you can go hear about all about Jimmy Neutron. He's lovely. But clearly J-Rod and Kristen have been there, but the paperwork helped them push through and now they found their rhythm. Me and my ex didn't make it past six months of working together. So maybe it just takes like a really good pair communication time to work out the kinks I have no idea how you could possibly work with a boyfriend or a girlfriend and not get into 10,000 arguments a day me personally I will never work with another significant other can't think of anything worse like I said than going into an antique shop or nursery or an Ikea So I will never do it again. And I will continue freelancing, working for myself, speaking to the screen each week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Rate the podcast five stars. Tell me if you like this new format and tell me guests you would like to have on the show. I will also drop J-Rod and Kristen's socials down below so you guys can find them. Please let me know what you think. I love you. Bye.